The Big Story from The Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. I'm Harvey Antodiman. You can subscribe to The Straits Times channel so you never miss a single episode. In his National Day Rally speech, Prime Minister Lee Sen Lung spoke about the need for Singapore to refocus on the future. Now, the COVID 19 outbreak has been brought under control. He covered many key issues, including a new law to ensure racial harmony, ensuring a fair playing field at the workplace and improving the lot of lower wage workers. In just a moment, we'll be speaking to Zaki Muhammad, Senior Minister of State for Manpower, who is also Chairman of the Tripartite Work Group on Lower Wage Workers. Details of a pay hike have just been released for almost all lower wage workers in the next few years. This will be done through a major expansion of the existing progressive wage model. First, it will expand to new sectors, retail from September 1st, 2022, food services from March, 20, March 1st, 2023, and waste management from 2023. Now, this will cover 28,000 or 10% of all full-time lower wage workers. Cleaners, security guards, landscape workers, and those in lift maintenance are currently covered by the model. Progressive wages will also cover specific occupations such as administrators and drivers across all sectors. Drivers will receive a minimum monthly base pay of $1,750, while administrators will get at least $1,500 each month from March 2023. This will cover 55,000 or 19% of all full-time lower wage workers. Welcome to The Big Story, Mr Zaki. Now, lots to discuss today, so let's dive right in. Prime Minister Lee mentioned, you know, the progressive uh, wage model will be extended to cover retail, food services and waste management. These are sectors uh, hit hard by the pandemic, but the scheme doesn't take effect until September 1st next year at the earliest for the food retail sector at least. Why is it not any sooner and what other forms of help are there in the meantime? Hmm. So actually, let me just take one step back. Hmm. It's a very good question. But uh, so, but from the outset, um, we wanted to make sure that you know, workers who are under low-wage workers who are uh, cared for and that we build an inclusive society here in Singapore. I think this is an important aspect as where Singapore grows, prospers, you must make sure that every worker who works hard is also able to share the prosperity of the country. I think every worker matters to us. So I think it's important as to also recognise that we've made progress over the years. So it's not that uh, as though the low-wage workers have not seen wages grow. In fact, in the last five years, we've grown, uh, their wages have grown by about 30% on average. And of course, if you're in the median, if you're in the PWM sectors, they've grown even faster. Yeah. So this is one way in which, you know, I think um, we've been quite fortunate through our labour policies and PWMs in the past five years. We've been able to grow our wages faster than the median worker. And in Singapore, the median worker has also been growing you know, over time. But I think this round, we are also very cognizant. This was something we actually planned early last year. So if you look at the budget speech we made um, in 2020, uh, we wanted to expand the PWM, but because we were at the beginning of COVID, it was not right, I suppose, or not, 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 not uh, I, I suppose it's very sensitive uh, to try to force employers or to make them, compel them to increase uh, wages at this point. So I think to such an extent, this is where um, our tripartite approach works, um, in which uh, we work closely with employers to see what's reasonable. And we've met um, about 1,800 employers, workers, as well as the union members across the spectrum to see how best we can expand PWM in a sustainable way. Yeah. And 
We know as well that uh, another key aspect of help for lower wage workers is the new PW scheme for specific occupations. Mm. Uh, the first workers to benefit would be administrators and drivers across all sectors, yes. starting from March 1st, 2023. Mr Zaki, help us understand why has the work group identified these two groups? So we studied the different profiles. So we first started work progressive wage model was by sectors. That has proven to be effective in the sense that we were able to negotiate between three associations, you know, groups of employers who can represent industry, who know what's going on, who know what can employers absorb. So for example, cleaning. Most recently we announced um, today they're earning about 1,002,004. By 2029, about seven, eight years time, they will earn about $2,400 a month. Can you believe for cleaners? Yeah. Uh, we've done the same for landscape. Um, we've done more actually for live and escalator. That will go up to 3000 So these are very good and meaningful wages. But the difference between this and say something like minimum wage is that the employees agreed to this. Mm. So they think it's bearable. They think the market can ac accept it. So therefore we worked with them on this. OPWs or occupational progressive wage are different because mm. we also found that we have low wage workers in jobs, right? There are, Disparate in many, in many companies. <coughs> so, so, so say for example, you talk about drivers. Well, you have the big logistics firms. Those are easy because those yeah. have associations. Yeah. But at the same time, you also have many firms with only one or two drivers. Mm. Right? And some you know, are, are just doing you know, warehousing, logistics and so forth. So these are um, you know, disparate, very hard to negotiate for. And so therefore, we are experimenting with administrators, with administrators and uh, drivers, how we can uh, do this across the board. Yeah and uh, use certain levers that MOM has. So these are new steps for us and therefore takes a bit of time. Just like PWM took us a few years to understand the impact before we could run and say, you know, this can go, you can go accelerated growth. OPWs will also be, take the same form in the sense that we must first understand after you do this, what's the implication? Uh, is there job loss? You know, uh, are there loopholes? Are there things that we didn't see? So it's always good to take implementation steps slowly. And over time, as you learn, then you can think about what else is new. But one thing that is clear from OPWs is that unlike just putting a salary minimum, you also want to make sure that we have the right skills. So we put in certain trainings that employers can take on board. We want to also encourage employers to think about how they can transform jobs, redesign them so that workers can be more productive yeah. and upskill them. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Zaki, for you know, setting aside time to speak with me and sharing insights thank into you. the support measures for lower wage workers. Now, I've been speaking with Senior Minister of State for Manpower and Chairman of the Tripartite Work Group on Lower Wage Workers, Zaki Muhammad.